Did you know that all of us living with insulin-dependent diabetes, like myself, are going to require a different amount of insulin? That's right, there's no generic plan that covers everybody with diabetes. In fact, on day one, diagnosis day, when you were given your original diabetes management plan by your doctor or your endo, likely isn't the same plan that's gonna work today for you. And of course, today's strategies that are working might not work in the future. So today we're talking about how you can personalize your diabetes management, why that is crucial for you as an individual living with diabetes, and of course the stories that led me into this epiphany. So without any further ado, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. So recently I was walking around our neighborhood and uh, I was just observing all of the houses and taking in the whole world around me as I was taking a little walk. And while I was on this walk, I recognized something interesting about house after house after house, and that was that they all followed a pretty similar cookie cutter design as far as the structure of the home goes. You know, they all had the similar living room space with the garage. Everything was the same at its core. Right? And then of course everyone adds in their own decorations, their own flair, their own personality with you know, the, uh, the decor and the, the structure of the home that they've maybe remodeled with and all these different things. But at its base, all of these houses were the same. And of course you might have seen this in apartment complexes or you know, places where they had to scale quickly and build a lot of homes for all the new people moving in. And of course it makes it easier for the construction companies to build the same house a thousand times versus building custom plans each and every time they have to relearn and check the blueprints and you know, make sure it's custom for each person. So instead of doing custom houses, they build a thousand of the same house and then let you come in, bring in your furniture, your flair, your food, your favorite guitar, whatever it is, and add that personality to your new home. And ultimately that's what we decide makes a house into a home right? Bring your own theme into that home. And I recognize this as I was walking by, you know, as I see through each house and I'm not, I'm not creeping into windows, but you can kind of take a, a glance from the outside that the living rooms look the same, the structure of each house, the angles, they match. And with this cookie cutter approach, as I mentioned, the construction workers save time, they save money, everything gets done faster. And it hit me that this is the approach that our current medical system takes with us living with diabetes. That oftentimes there's this cookie cutter approach that everyone living with diabetes should start off with the same core foundation, right? We've got the, the rule of 15, right? Where if you're going into a low blood sugar, you eat 15 grams of carbs, you wait 15 minutes and then you double check again. Are we still low? Okay, 15 more grams of carbs, wait 15 minutes and check again. Are we still low? No. Okay, good, we made it out. And it's these foundational rules that lead into this generic plan, this generic blueprint for somebody like myself living with diabetes. And oftentimes what I've noticed, you know, a lot of the clients that come to me for help with their blood sugars is that these generic cookie cutter rules don't work long term. 
Now, on day one starting points, these are fantastic. Everyone needs to know, where do I start? What is the, the ground rules of diabetes? Okay, you count your carbs, you take your insulin, and hope that your blood sugars stay in range. I think that hope is a, a big part of the strategy in many cases, unfortunately. Like, we know that hope is important, but hope is a terrible strategy. But these cookie cutter approaches that so many medical teams rely on allows them to get a lot of diabetics out the door Right? He gets you up and on your feet and moving by yourself, or at least with minimal assistance, but without the customization, without that personalized approach, you're never going to thrive with your diabetes. And I think that that's the issue, is that the doctors are there to help us get back on our feet, but then they expect us to walk forever. They, they teach you to walk, but not necessarily to run. Right? And so they teach you to, to survive with your diabetes, but never to thrive. Or not never, but in most cases not. And ultimately, as you're moving into this, this new house, we'll go back to that example, the goal is not to move into the house and then just sit there on the floor. Right? Your friends are going to come over and be like, dude, what the heck? Where's the couch? Like, where are we supposed to sit? How are we supposed to hang out? Let's, let's go to Johnny's house. Johnny has a couch. <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, it's to add your own flair, your theme, your personality into that house to make it a home. And if you stick with the cookie cutter structure of the house, you're going to be just like everyone else. And then if you don't bring in the furniture, the flair, the decorations, the food, you're not going to have a great time. In fact, you're probably not going to enjoy your house to its fullest potential. Right? And similarly with diabetes, if we don't bring in this new aspect of personalizing our diabetes care, we're never going to learn what life can be like while living with diabetes. And for so many years, I fell into this trap. For so many years, I expected that the same insulin to carb ratio and the same basal rates that I was given on day one were supposed to stick with me for the rest of my life. I was told this is a, a set it and forget it kind of thing. All right. You're a one to 10 insulin to carb ratio. So for every 10 carbs, you take one unit of insulin and so forth. <laughs> You're at this basal rate for the rest of your life. Take Lantus and Humalog and you know, prick your fingers, test your blood sugars. Not only do those ratios and rates not fit anymore for my current lifestyle, but also technology itself has changed. So understanding that as we build new strategies as companies innovate and bring on CGMs and insulin pumps and all these new great things for us, if we're stuck on day one, stuck in the stone ages, it's going to be like living in an empty house. You're going to be miserable. You're going to think that houses are terrible. And why would anybody buy a house? Because you just sit on the floor all day. There's no entertainment. There's no comfort. There's no food. Similarly, as we're living with diabetes, if you do not personalize this, if you do not take time to understand that your insulin to carb ratio is going to be different than everyone else's. You might have a couple friends that have the same insulin to carb ratios, but most of us have different ratios. Most of us require different amounts of insulin throughout the day and throughout the night. And that alone is based on multiple factors. Okay, and this is, we're getting into some, some higher level strategies right here, but I want you to be aware of this your insulin sensitivity can be manipulated. And I don't think that a lot of people know that or understand that concept, but the amount of insulin that your body requires can actually change on a day-to-day -day or even hour-to-hour -hour basis. And of course, this can be impacted by many different factors. And of course, these different factors are going to uh, come together and change the rules of the factors and everything looks different on different days. That's why it can be so frustrating. There's so much uncertainty with your blood sugars. 
but understanding that things like activity or the, the macronutrient makeup of your meals, the carbs, fats, and proteins, different percentages can alter your insulin sensitivity makes it a bit more clear as to why we need this personalized custom approach. And without that custom approach, you're gonna feel like you're living in an empty house. Confused, frustrated, not quite sure what to do with yourself, looking around like, where am I supposed to sit, right? And ultimately, within your diabetes management, it's not just the insulin to carb ratios. It's not just the basal rates. You have to understand that we also have insulin to protein ratios. There's a fat component. The fat will alter your insulin needs as well. The activity level of your day, the temperature outside, your hydration levels, how much sleep you got last night, these are going to change on a daily basis. Which means what? Which means that the insulin to carb ratios you got 20 years ago probably aren't gonna be the exact same today as they were back then. And as we age, our bodies go through these physiological changes as well. So we're likely to see changes even hormonally, right? That our insulin needs are going to shift, which means two things. One, you need an insulin to carb ratio and a base rate that is dynamic, that changes with your needs. It is not a set it and forget it kind of thing. But two, you have to understand the variables at their core. Because if you're waiting for somebody else to fix your insulin to carb ratios, if you're waiting another three months for your next endo appointment for them to fix you, you are going to be miserable for the rest of your life. Because if our rates and our insulin needs are changing on a day-to-day -day basis, potentially, not always, but potentially, then that means you get maybe a couple days to a week with stable blood sugars after your endo appointment. And then for the next two months and three weeks, you're gonna be fluctuating and frustrated with your blood sugars. That's no way to live your life. That's survival. That is not thriving with your diabetes. And so it requires that you build a customized plan. And of course, if you, ha if you have this question of, Matt, I don't know how to customize my plan. I don't know all these things about metabolism and the gut microbiome and insulin sensitivity and how do I control all the blood sugars when they're always moving? Don't get overwhelmed. If you try to research everything and become a master of every aspect of blood sugars, it's a lot. And I recognize that. That's, that's my job, right? That's what I do. It's what I'm obsessed with. I love it. You don't have to love that. What you do have to do is love it just enough to take the effort to personalize. Most people don't like moving. Why? Moving's a lot of work. It requires that you put things into boxes so that you can put them in your car, drive to a new place, and then take them out of the boxes. It feels like a waste of time right? And then moving in requires that you drill holes in the wall for to hang the, your art pieces and it stock the cupboards with your food and lift the heavy mattress that hasn't, uh, doesn't have handles and it's difficult and weird to get up the staircases and the couch. Nobody likes moving. But once you're moved in, once you have everything set and you can look around the house and go, wow, this is a home. That's where it gets comfortable. That's where it gets fun. That's where you can invite your friends over and have an event. Similarly, with diabetes, no one likes to learn about blood sugars. No one likes to experiment to determine, well, how does this affect my blood sugars? Am I different than the average person? Does a walk always lower my blood sugars or are there certain days where going for a walk rises my blood sugars? Or do I see a spike after the walk? Or maybe it's a drop during but not after. All these different factors, nobody likes to do that. But if you put that work in, I can guarantee your diabetes is gonna feel a lot more like a home. And it's gonna run a lot more smoothly once you understand the moving pieces underneath the surface. 
And that is the goal. That is the entire goal with thriving with diabetes is to understand the moving parts underneath the surface so that you know what to expect. And when you know what to expect, you can plan ahead before it gets to that dangerous time where you're going low and it's scary or you're going high and you're frustrated and angry and emotional. You have to understand the moving pieces underneath in order to personalize diabetes management for yourself. And guess what? Nobody else can do this for you. I know that's not fun to hear. It's not a fun message, but nobody else knows you better than you. Now, of course, people can guide you along these processes. If you have a medical team that knows all of these aspects and has trained themselves in the way of diabetes, or better yet, is living with type 1 diabetes, then great, maybe they can help you along this path if you have consistent communication with them and they are on top of it with you and holding you accountable and building these structures around your daily life. But most people don't have that. And that's why it does fall back on you. Now, of course, this is what I'm here for. This is what I do. I guide clients through this process of personalizing and customizing their diabetes management. In fact, in a recent call, my, uh, one of my clients who is now working with me, we walk through the individual ideas behind each of these pieces of their puzzle. And they recognized that they had been using the same pre-bolus that they were given 20 years ago. 15 minutes, right? Everybody waits the same, 15 minutes. It's just the rule that you use for pre-bolusing. Not at all. And we had to walk through a conversation that I was happy to share with them and open their eyes to the idea that sometimes a pre-bolus is five minutes, Sometimes you dose after the meal, depending on the macronutrient contents. Sometimes the pre-bolus is 30 minutes. It all depends on the situational uh, aspects of the environment, of the meal, of the activities. And when you get these pieces moving together, when you understand those pieces under the surface that are moving around all the time, diabetes runs a lot smoother. You think about it less. It's less effort and it cooperates more. And when you have blood sugars that cooperate, you finally get to live your life. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, Matt, that sounds great, but what are the first steps? How do I build out this personalized diabetes management plan? Well, first step is going to be understanding, looking at insulin on board, how that's going to affect a lot of different areas of your life, but also that insulin on board is different for everyone. How long does insulin last and circulate in the body? When is the action time of the insulin? How soon do you have to take it? The pre-bolus changes. You see how all these different factors are building up underneath the surface and they're all moving as well. So it's not going to be a one day fix. It takes a couple days to get things moving, to get this understanding flowing and to build out your own experimentation. That's the process behind this is to understand, experiment with yourself to determine what is true for you and then predict where your blood sugars are going to go. And in that third phase, this is where my clients who graduate come back and let me know, hey, I was finally able to, you know, enjoy it food with my family and they're the Italian family. So it's pizza and pasta and bread and all this crazy stuff. And it was delicious. And I stayed hundred percent time in range. Or maybe it's my other clients who were athletes and they said, Matt, I was finally able to go play an entire soccer game without going low. That was huge. Or maybe it's just getting through an entire night with no low alarms to sleep 100% in range, wake up feeling refreshed and actually be ready for the day instead of feeling like a train hit you because of the headache from the lows or the highs. Life can feel normal again, but you have to be willing to put in the work. And if this is something that you're ready for, if you're looking at this and going, man, I haven't looked at my basal rates in years. Ooh, I haven't really adjusted my insulin to carb ratio since I was diagnosed. You know, maybe it's just been a little while since you've actually had time to 
count the carbs that you are eating. These are all things that are crucial and that will build into your personalized diabetes management plan. But you have to take the first step. You have to be willing to learn to put that work in. Remember, nobody enjoys moving, just like nobody enjoys putting in the work for their diabetes. But the end result is worth it. That's what we're after. If you want to have stable blood sugars after any meal or snack, if you want to be able to go and do activities again like hiking, walking, adventuring, playing with your kids, or maybe you're a sports fanatic and you want to play that full soccer game, get back on the field. These are the things that you have to be willing to do to understand how your blood sugars react so that you can build out that proper personalized plan. And like I said, if this is something that you realize you haven't taken the time to do, or maybe you just didn't know that this was something that could be personalized and customized to you specifically, then I want to invite you to go watch a training that I did that talks exactly about this, how to customize your diabetes journey, how to look at basal and your bolus ratios, which are the long and slow acting insulins, sorry, the long and fast acting insulins that you're going to be taking, how to look at activity from a different light, how different types of activities are actually going to impact blood sugars differently how to look at different types of foods and go over something called the personalized macronutrient profile and how that is going to change your life as you're able to eat whatever you want, when you want, and still have stable blood sugars. If that sounds like you and you are looking for a way to put in the work and just need the guidelines, just need the blueprint, then I want to invite you to go watch a training that I put together that goes over the exact blueprints. It's actually a seven-step process to go from I can't do this to I'm a rock star with type 1 diabetes. And that's completely free. You can find the entire training at diabetesinaction.com. It'll walk you through those individual steps that I just covered, the insulin timing and how much to give it. How do you look at that as a different perspective? And then of course the activity and exercise, how do we keep blood sugar stable? And then food, because we know diabetes is kind of centered around food <laughs> and how to dose insulin for different types of meals. Go over to that training. Watch it, I'd love to hear your thoughts. It's a quick one, but it's gonna be packed full of info for you. And it's going to be the first step on your journey to personalizing your diabetes management. It's the same steps that I took. It's how I keep my blood sugars in range. 95% plus time of, the, time of the day, time of the week. I've been in that range for years now. And I mountain bike, I eat my favorite foods, I sleep through the nights, I want that for you. If you're looking for control and understanding over your diabetes, Go check out that training right now. It's at diabetesinaction.com. And either way, whether you jump in and work with me eventually at some point, or if you're trying to do this on your own, I want you to commit to me right now that you will put in the work because you understand that the results are worth it. Getting your blood sugars to be so stable that you can actually focus on your life again and thrive with diabetes. So. Hopefully you found this one uh, encouraging, inspirational, but also educational, understanding that yes, we don't like moving. I know I don't like working on my diabetes either, but it is 100% worth it. Go grab that training, get to work today. Let's get this thing figured out once and for all so that we can thrive with diabetes. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out and keep up the fight.